The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend. There is a season Well, greetings and welcome to There is a Season, the Bob and Gloria show and the show that's all about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan. We're glad that you've joined us for another great show, and we welcome your input anytime. Just write to us at Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com. We also encourage you to visit our new and improving website, thereisaseasonshow.com where you can check out our podcast of past shows that we've organized into convenient categories. And there are many of these convenient categories. Well, five or six, I think. Yeah, that's, so it's, that's it's a manageable. good range, right. yes. And the site gets bigger and better every day. We encourage you to share our podcasts, of course. Uh, these can act as catalysts for conversation with your loved ones. So if you've got a sibling someplace across the country and you're having a discussion about uh, a care issue, perhaps, with a parent. It's a great place to be able to check out information uh, where we've done shows on a whole range of topics uh, related to caregiving and also to uh, relationships. So check it out soon. Now, in the meantime, if you'd like to join us today, our number in the studio is 937-457-1290. That's 457-1290. So as we're putting together this program, I think we had ample experiences and a general feeling that customer service, as in face-to-face customer service, or at least even voice-to-ear service that you'd get over the phone, was, shall we say, in decline. Right, Gloria? I I would tend to agree with that in a general way, yes. That by and large, uh, ever since the days when we started pumping our own gas, except in New Jersey. They're not allowed to pump your own gas? It's a state law that it's actually protected. They, they are state, uh, well, not, they're not state employees, but the gas stations pump your gas. You're not allowed to do it yourself. Wow. I, I'm surprised, but it's true. Uh, well, you, you know, since the days we started pumping our own gas and bagging our own groceries, we've been sort of taught as consumers to maybe expect less. And in fact, to often expect, in the words of uh, Clark Howard, a no customer service experience more often than not. Would that be about right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I know you and I have had our share of bad customer service, and I think it's also one of those things where a bad customer service situation gets shared over and over, maybe as our way of steering friends and family away from similar experiences, mm-hmm. or maybe as a way of exacting, um, well, you know, a little revenge on a company <laughs> or service that just wasted our time or sold us a poor product or gave us poor service or whatever. And, and obviously, this is not every case of customer right, service, right. but more and more in my circle, I hear of this complaint. And they're, they're actually used to, I, I can't remember what the numbers are now, but there used to be some stats for that, that for every good uh, customer service experience you have, you told like five people, but for every bad one, you told 20. You know, oh, there's, yeah. there's something like that out there floating around. Right. Uh, and in, in addition to that kind of a number or statistic, we've got a massive list of fresh statistics on the state of customer service in our country. Believe it or not, people track all this stuff. Multiple companies do. I think you'll find some interesting trends here and uh, also some surprises in this list. So why don't we kick that off? Okay, so here's some interesting customer service satisfaction and experience stats, which demonstrate how times are changing. So 54% of customers have higher expectations for customer service today compared to one year ago. And this percentage, believe it or not, jumps to 66% for consumers aged from 18 to 34 years old. They expect a better customer service experience. Right, which is, we're going to argue, potentially a little ironic. (laughs) Right. Uh, and that was supplied. That's a, a Microsoft stat. So they certainly have a big customer base to draw that information from. Right. So now uh, another stat from Gartner 
They predict that 89% of businesses are expected to compete mainly on customer services. So that's going forward. They've also predicted that by 2019, more than 50% of organizations will redirect their investments to customer experience innovations. So, you know, these leaders out there, these, these heads of these companies, they know it's a big deal. Well, yeah, and you may even be in a, a product category, for instance, that could be pretty mature. There's there's not that much more to do with a certain product because you may say innovation is, is not where it needs to be. Um, you can make like, the argument that an awful lot of cars year to year don't improve that much. They change the grill work or maybe they change this or that little piece of technology. The technology. Right. Now that's really changing. Right. Well, but from year to year, you don't always see these huge leaps. You might see it within a generation of cars every three or four years. Yes. And there could be other products that are like that. So the experience of how you purchase that thing becomes more important. Yeah. And I'm thinking as an example there with that experience, but not a lot of change would be something like, you know, buying furniture. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to a furniture store, I mean, right. those haven't changed that much that's, yet. That's a better example. You right. know, yeah, right. exactly. Uh, furniture, furniture is pretty much the same way it was, you know, five or ten years ago. And, you know, your experience in buying is what matters. Right. Uh, there's a ton of stats here. Here, Around the globe, 96% of consumers say customer service is an important factor in their choice of loyalty to a brand. Now, that's loyalty. That's the key word in there. Because I would also argue here... Uh, that with so many purchases occurring online mm-hmm. nowadays, that customer service has sort of been removed from the equation in a lot of ways. You go and you, out to Amazon, right, and you buy a bunch of stuff in the course of a year. How many of those things require a customer service interaction? Only in the process maybe of if you're unhappy with the actual product, how that's handled in, say, returns or, you know, expediency in getting your money back or but Something a, done Right, but a lot of times with Amazon, uh, the way they've set it up so um, seamlessly is you give them a reason, one of seven or eight different buttons you click on there, and you send it back. Right, right? you don't so, really ever have to talk to anybody. Right, so so in general, the customer service thing from a person-to-person standpoint hasn't been as relevant in certain contexts. Right, it's more loyalty to a brand or product, I think, in that, in that arena. Right, right, right. Now, when asking consumers what impacts their level of trust with a company... Offering excellent customer service is ranked number one. And, you know, Amazon does their business, their service quite well. And hence right. their popularity, right. right? So, yeah, because they and they have within their site, obviously, t- you know, the star rating, which allows other people to weigh in. So everyone has to be on their best behavior, both as a vendor of product right. or as a manufacturer of product. Right. So, you know, another... Um, and, that, and that's just sort of a snapshot of some of the stats. We're gonna we're gonna give you some more here as the show goes on. And while we've had people like John North from the Better Business Bureau on to talk about certain industries or organizations that get more complaints than others, I think in the past we've had certain contractors that come to mind that the BBB typically gets a lot of complaints about. Um, what we're really talking about today is not so much industries or organizations or, or companies, but particular experiences on a one-to-one basis with individuals. Bad customer service. What have you experienced out there? And I bet everybody can think of at least one or two within the last month. Yeah. And, and you know, just to be general, you know, even just going to a restaurant. I mean, if you get a bad uh, experience at a restaurant, you're not likely to go back. And really, that all weighs on that one person that was hired that is maybe waiting your table. The entire it reputation kill, of the place, right. Yeah. And you've waited tables, and I've waited yeah. tables. And I know we tend to be perhaps a little harder in that assessment. <laughs> yeah. But you can almost see it instinctively when you walk in. You're going, oh, that person's so inefficient. Or you know, maybe there's a mistake, and they made it feel like it's your mistake now instead of, you know, yeah, Or there's you a wait a really to, long time, right. you know, whatever. And another area where I think um, can... Uh, the front desk help at any service type of center, whether it be maybe your auto repair shop or your doctor, I'll tell you, they can kill an experience just by walking up to the front desk. Right. Whether they smile at you or give you the look like, you're really ruining my day by standing in front of me asking me to do something for you. Because I'd rather and, play Candy Crush on my phone right now. Or drink know. my and that, my it, latte. It, it can happen. It, yeah. <laughs> now, another aspect of this discussion, which has cropped up on this show before and crops up in conversations we've had with family and friends, 
is the idea that there are certain employees in the world perhaps less oriented toward customers and quality customer service than others. Just say it, Bob. I don't want to I'm single out. I don't want to single out a particular age group. I, I don't want to cast any particular group in in a negative light. I, you know, I'm trying to. Okay, come on, uh, geezer, out with it. You know that you want to throw them under the bus. No, 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 no. All of them. No, you want to throw them all under no the bus. No buses. I'm a little older than most of them. That's true. But, More but than they a try, little. right? Th- th- these folks try, don't they? <clears throat> a little older. <clears throat> anyway. Look, you've complained about this demographic as much as most people are, uh, you know, or um, your age. Why don't you just come out with The millennials, it? okay, the millennials. There. You said I it. I said it. <laughs> Those millennials that now outpopulate the boomers, if you can believe it. Generation me. Yes, they're the ones not too well known for their work ethic, which we've covered on this show before. And for their customer service. It's okay, Bob. You're among friends. All right. You know what I'm talking about, right? The the the, the sense of disengagement. The cavalier. Well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a second, dude. You know, the the head is always buried in the phone. There's I, always. I I think you're stereotyping because not all millennials. Maybe, but you know what I mean, right? I mean, you've seen some of this. Actually, I do. I've seen it too. I've had friends talk about it. I think the whole idea of customer service for a lot of millennials is different from what we think of as customer service. And when, we, I, yeah, I, I, I think their perspective on this is, is a little different than ours. We do pick on millennials a lot here. Well, That's you do. Just Speak because, for yourself. Because we can call them kids, you know, at a certain point in your life, you can say, hey, the kids, you know, and the kids doesn't have to be a toddler. <laughs> uh, but according, you know, just so people understand what millennials mean anymore. If you were born in around 1980, or you came of, so in other words, you were born there, or you sort of came of age at the turn of the millennium, you were a millennial. Now, it's become a very large group. It's like 85 million people. It's more than the boomers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they don't all have the same attitudes about serving people, right? They don't all, no. So we don't want to throw everyone under the bus. Just most of them. (laughs) Bob, according to some researchers, some millennials particularly those at the younger end of the demographic, have had a different background that may explain their attitudes towards customers. And it has to do with whether they've ever had a job, and, and particularly at a younger age, I think. Right, and, and, we'll, and we'll be back with more on that intriguing <laughs> notion after this break. Plus, a paradox is, be- a paradox is before us with regard to the ideas that millennials have about customer service. Maybe it's not that they don't know what customer service is or what good customer service is. Maybe it's just that the definition has changed. 457-1290 to weigh in on the state of customer service. Do you think that certain age groups provide better service than others? Let's talk about it. You're listening to There is a Season on 1290 and 95.7. WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in Dayton? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Dayton area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Dayton is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. Just text your zip code to 82000. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. 
This is Chuck Oliver, founder of The Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. Oh, my house needs some help. It needs a new roof, new windows, and siding if I can afford it. I just don't know who to call. Your house is updated and looks so nice. Who does your work? Buckeye Home Services does all my work. Their prices are affordable, and they do a great job. Call 586-6600 for a free estimate. Buckeye does roofing, siding, gutters, leaf guards, windows, doors, patio covers, even kitchens and baths. Sounds like they're the ones to call. What's that number again? Buckeye Home Services, 586-6600. Did you know Brown's Nursery's annual stock reduction auction is on Saturday, September 14th? You can save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on high-quality nursery stock, trees, and shrubs. The auction starts at 7.19 a.m. and we'll have three auction rings running all day long. You can jump in at any time. Brown's Nursery, located a half mile north of Phillipsburg on State Route 49, four miles north of I-70, take exit 24. Go to brownsnursery.com for more details. That's brownsnursery.com. Partly or mostly cloudy this morning with more sunshine for the afternoon. Temperatures in the morning are in the 60s and then mid-70s as we move into the afternoon with partly to mostly sunny skies. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy and overnight lows are in the upper 50s, so pretty comfortable. Then tomorrow, look for partly cloudy skies with a chance of a few passing afternoon showers or sprinkles. Temperatures are in the mid-70s. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. (laughs) And I didn't have my microphone ready. You had to dive across the room to get your microphone. I did. We're, uh, we're talking about customer <laughs> service today and whether some folks understand it better than others, why some people may be more wired to provide it, too. Yes, 457-1290 is the number to reach us with your comments today. And one side uh, note here is Dawson called uh, and, and shared his experience, and he said, you know, one of the problems with customer service is that you don't get an awful lot of voice-to-ear or face-to-face. Most of the time, you're calling places, you can't get to anybody. You have to work through some phone tree thing and it is so frustrating to actually get it resolved. Yeah, that's just as frustrating because sometimes the options that they give you are not what any of the options <laughs> right. that you're calling about. Right. And sometimes you can't get to a human unless you play around with your dial pad and go, well, I'm just going to push I, zero for operator and see zero, what I zero, get. Zero, 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 <laughs> yes. until, until then they'll say, I'm sorry, that is not a valid you know, option. Ugh. That's right. So we're talking about this customer service thing. Do certain groups, do certain age groups understand what it is? What are their expectations? Do certain people provide it better than others? And there's this question here of, you know, maybe maybe it has to do with people's background, right? Right. And 457-1290 is the number. If you want to reach us today with your comments, please give us a call about your experiences. Right. <laughs> Good or bad. So one of the key things uh, that, that researchers wonder with regard to this topic is when people have had jobs, what kind of jobs have they had? Uh, have they had any kind of job at all? Uh, did people have a part-time job when they were growing up? In the past, it was the, it was kind of the staple of every high school student's schedule, right? You, you, you did something. Maybe you waited tables. Maybe you worked at the root beer stand. Maybe you delivered papers or whatever. Um, but that's changed, right? That, that's right. And the employment rate among teens in the United States fell by 19%. Between the years before and during the recession, around 2000 and 2010, uh, the teen labor force participation has been on a downward trend, and that trend is expected to continue well into 2024. So this this decline in participation means that there are fewer teens employed in the United States, but there's also fewer teens who are actively looking for work. Hmm. <laughs> what and what's causing this lack of interest in part-time jobs for millennials and what people are calling Generation Z? Well, according to a new study from Pew Research, there are different factors to blame. First, the demands of college admissions offices are scaring many students off from working in traditional retail, 
type jobs or restaurant jobs, flipping burgers and so forth. Now students are taking summer classes. They're volunteering to strengthen their resume. Uh, they're even taking unpaid internships which is really not counted as employment. No, not technically. And there are also some high schools who have shifted to those longer school years, meaning that there's less time in a student's schedule to take on a summer or part-time job. And remember, the recession also didn't help the matter, as more experienced workers often had to take lower-skilled, entry-level jobs to make their ends meet, too. The low interest in employment for teens is unfortunate because part-time jobs, you know, traditionally have taught work ethics and, and skills. Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of people think they're, they're necessary for developing a lot of skills. One of the key things you can do is to learn how to manage your own money. You earn it first before you spend it, and then you save some of it and you spend it wisely. That's a skill that can translate later on into customer service. Yeah, and another uh, skill that would translate um, from a job would be to get an idea for their future career path and decide what they like or don't like to do. It also builds self-confidence and develops a sense of responsibility. And um, another really great benefit would be to learn these basic work skills, such as putting together a resume, interviewing, and working with different colleagues. So... On the other hand, working isn't always a choice for teens. The cost of a college education gets more and more expensive every year. So many teens are forced to pick up jobs in order to help their parents carry that burden. So what do you think? Do you think a lack of a job has affected a young person or a millennial's perception of what it is to provide good customer service? We've got some calls here that we'll have to get to on the other side of the news here. Uh, So hang on there, Terry. Hang on, Lou, if you would. We're talking about the state of customer service in our culture today. Do some groups get that more than others? 457-1290 to weigh in on that. Plus, when we come back, is it time to turn all of this millennial bashing on its head? That's you, not me. Coward. (laughs) I've heard you complain. Seriously, maybe the whole problem with customer service is that we just don't understand what it means anymore. Maybe those millennials have redefined it. We're going to talk about that next. You're listening to There is a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 930. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News update. Our top story we're following this morning. Following the trial of a woman accused of burying her newborn, two conflicting reports at that trial. A far field to the air this weekend. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones. My forecast is coming up. WHIO triple team traffic is looking all clear on those freeways. Not seeing any accidents out there that's going to cause you any trouble no matter where you're driving from the looks of things so far. And it's our top story. Conflicting testimonies delivered in the trial of Brooke Schuyler Richardson, the Carlisle woman accused of killing her newborn baby and then burying it shortly after it was delivered in 2017. Richardson's defense testifies the baby was stillborn before it had been buried, but new disagreements are being heard about the victim's bones. WHIO's Molly Kowick explains. The doctor who ruled the infant's death as undetermined homicidal violence highlighted multiple fractures on the baby's skull, but she said she could not tell whether those bone breaks happened before or after the baby died. Another doctor says there's no evidence of a homicide. We'll be following this trial and we'll bring you updates as we get them. Well, in the wake of a terrible tragedy, one man receives the Hometown Hero Award in Dayton for selfless actions. WHIO's Monica Castro has more. I was grabbing as many people as I could, yell, get inside, get inside. Everyone was getting inside. Jeremy Ganger was the bouncer at Ned Pepper's in the Oregon district the night a gunman took nine lives. Ganger was awarded the Rockstar Pro Arena, where he sometimes competes as a wrestler. Well, two arrests have been made, and police have identified two other suspects in Thursday night's armed robbery outside the Home Depot in Miamisburg. Miamisburg police issued photos of the suspects from the surveillance video in the store on State Route 741 to the media on Friday morning, according to Miamisburg Police Sergeant Jeff Muncie. Police tracked down one and the other turned himself into the police. Conversations with them verified the identity of the other two suspects. Police are now working to locate them. That was Kurt Russell with team coverage. Let's get a look at the most exclusive weather forecast from meteorologist Dante Jones. 
Partly to mostly cloudy this morning, temperatures in the 60s, then partly to mostly sunny for the afternoon with highs in the mid-70s. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, comfortable and cooler with lows dipping into the upper 50s. I'm Storm Center 7 Meteorologist Dante Jones on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear throughout the area, not seeing any chances for rain, maybe some cloudy skies depending on where you are this morning. 63 degrees in Troy, 64 in Springfield, got 65 here in Dayton under mostly cloudy skies at 933. With news on the hour, the half and instantly when it breaks, I'm Jonah Adi on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. Depend on it. It's time to find new roads to where thousands of customers for nearly 40 years have discovered the best place to buy a new truck, car, van, or SUV. It's in Mechanicsburg at the intersection of Routes 4 and 29 at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Dave Kale's dealership has a regional reputation for having an unmatched selection of trucks, hundreds on site, plus heavy-duty trucks, hard-to-finds, diesel pushers for worker play. Those heavy-duty trucks don't come with a heavy-duty price. Dave Kale's low-budget dealership allows you to save thousands. Not a lot of frills, but you'll be thrilled with the deal you'll get. Dave adds you'll get a warm reception at his dealership. There are no hassles, plus you'll spend a minimum time at the dealership and get the great price for the vehicle you want. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started and go to DaveKaleChevrolet.com to find out more. Check out their inventory of GM certified program vehicles. Find new roads to the intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. A place to save. Dave Kale Chevrolet. Hey everyone, Nancy here with Greg McAfee from McAfee Heating and Air. So Greg, we know it's becoming harder and harder to fill jobs in the skilled trades. Tell us how you attract people to work at McAfee. Hi, Nancy. And yes, we have a big gap in employment within the HVAC industry. But the good news is we have more opportunities than ever before. So what kind of opportunities? Well, at McAfee, we provide top pay, great benefits, brand new trucks, the latest, greatest tools and equipment. And for those who want to make a career change, we are partnering with Clark State and offer an on-the-job training apprenticeship program. So you can work in HVAC, get paid well, and earn a degree or certificate at the same time? Yes, that's right. If this sounds like it's for you, call McAfee at 438-1976. That's 438-1976 to find out more. Or you can go to mcair.com. Welcome back to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Yes, you are. 457-1290 is the number to reach us today with your comments about customer service and whether certain age groups provide it better than others. And I was just testing the waters. I was supposed to say that line, but I'm I'm just not feeling like giving you any good service today your that's at- why my mic was over there your attitude my is, mm, my mind is mm, off mm, elsewhere i'm demonstrating yeah do you need a break do you- <laughs> I, I just work too many hours i know i'm you've, tired I you've need been to rest. you've been here about a half an hour but perhaps you need a break so four five seven twelve ninety if you'd like to weigh in on this topic of customer service and we've got a couple of great calls waiting here so let's uh, let's welcome lou to the program lou welcome to there is a season thank you i'm glad to be here we're glad to have you. So uh, why don't you weigh in with uh, what you were saying uh, to me off air? Um, what I give everybody an idea of what I am or where I'm from, I am I'm was born in the early part of the last century, so I'm an old codger. But I was brought up working. I had a part-time job uh, when I was a very young, young kid, and uh, I kept working as I got older and kept getting better jobs. I think the thing that, that we're looking at here is anybody who has worked when they're a youngster, I think it helps them get a better perspective of what's going on in real life. Uh, you get to see how people treat you, and you then learn to treat them as well as you can. I absolutely couldn't agree more. I started working, well, from a young age at my parents' home in a garden when I was about eight. And I had chores. And I mean, they weren't just when you get around to it. They were chores. 
And and it was great. I thank my parents for what it has done for me. I have a really good work ethic. But I also got a part-time job. I, I've worked since I was 14 years old. And, you know, I, I think that that is wherein lies the problem. Kids aren't well, doing I, much. I started working when I was 12. I had a paper route. And what we did on the paper route back then was you would increase your customer base. And each customer, of course, meant more money for you. Mm-hmm. But and then once we build up our route, if we got older, I mean, when we got older and we got a car or something and you went out into the world, you were better prepared. But we could also, back then, you could sell your paper route. Oh. Uh, you had a, the more people you had, the more money you got, it was, it was a great deal. But again, that's a learning experience that the youngsters today don't have. Hey, Lou, uh, what's a paper route? <laughs> I'm sorry. Very good. I'm sorry. Very good. We have a very wide audience here, so, you know. You can't papers, take anything for granted. Papers are disappearing anyway, aren't they? <laughs> and they're, they actually used to be delivered and thrown up on your on your lawn or up on your, your uh, porch if, or If whatever. you had a really good delivery person, they, they actually made sure it didn't get wet and they'd tie it onto your screen door handle or something. Right, right. I, now, I remember Mr. Arnold used to want his paper in front of the door, I mean, right between the two doors. There you the go. Door and the regular door. And, and, and that's where I put them. That's yeah, right. just did a little extra. Now, I also think the uh, that it's an important thing um, – I, I personally think this. I mentioned waiting tables before. When you have a, an opportunity to have a customer-facing job, uh, because that's one of the things we've also talked about now, how you know some, some younger people are so attached to their digital devices, they won't even communicate with each other in the same room. Or look at people and when so they, they talk can't, to them they in can't person. And so they can't carry on conversation right, right. In, in person. So when you've had an opportunity to work in any kind of a retail environment, uh, and I always talk about waiting tables because there's so many skills that you learn there in terms of time management, stress control, all these different things. Multitasking. Money, you know, right, back when you had to actually make change. Um, another skill that's, I think, lacking anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's really a step up in how you understand the world of the customer and and how you, you come to expect it and you come to be able to provide it. Is that well, true? I would, I would rather talk to somebody in person rather than on the phone. I'd rather be down there at the studio with you to looking and looking at your face rather than talking on the phone. Um, I get more out of that. I can assess what you're thinking, where you're coming from. And I don't think the skills from, from now, what I'm seeing now, these younger kids until they get older, don't realize, uh, what you can learn just by interfacing with people. They'd like you said before. They'd yep. rather call somebody on the phone who's in the living room and you're in the bedroom. Right. Yes, they've and they've lost in that their sense of intuitiveness. They can't read others very well. Um, yeah, that face to face interaction is so vital. Great points, Lou. I appreciate you calling this morning. Thank you very much for allowing me to uh, voice my concerns. Absolutely. You're welcome, and th- thanks again. Take care. You're welcome. Bye bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. We're talking about the state of customer service today. You know, what is it that makes it work? What is it that makes it not work? And uh, do you think certain age groups provide it better than others? And Terry's on the line. Terry, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, good morning. Thank you. Um, I've been a student of this for uh, many years. I'm probably as old as your last caller, Lou, was. I had a paper route. Hardest day of the week was collection on Friday. 50 cents a week. Ain't it always that way. You could hear the radio on and nobody would come to the door. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I think employers have a a much bigger responsibility now. They used to be able to assume that if you hired a a new employee or a young employee, that they had some basic modicum of uh, social skills to where they could talk with people and greet people. Uh, Now they can't assume that. And it's going to have to be taught and it's yes. also going to have to be recognized when they do it right. It, it all I'm at a place now where they actually have secret shoppers that come in and measure whether the employees make eye contact, speak, um, uh, are helpful to, to the customers. And a lot of places now are selling, when a customer comes up to you, you stop whatever you're doing, give them your full attention. If they want to, if they're looking for something, you take them there. And that that's not easy to get ingrained in young people. Right. Uh, but if, if it gets them started off on the right foot, they'll be great employees for a long time. Isn't it amazing the difference it makes when somebody in, a lar- say, a large store will actually take you to the product and may- maybe even engage you in some of the problem solution stuff that goes on? So they take you over oh, here. Yeah, and- I, had to get, 
I'd get used to that. I was almost embarrassed to have them stop working to do that. Yeah. But uh, but I would give them really positive feedback. And unfortunately, in a big store, that may be the only feedback that person gets. That's right. They get criticized when they do something wrong. But employers, these entry-level employees, they're such a high turnover, they don't spend the time with them or or vocally recognize and reward them. Yes, and the, and training, they don't spend the time in training, um, I no. often hear. And, um, and I think that's because of the high turnover sometimes. Yes, and I think, you know, my it, experience it is... It's, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's a vicious cycle. It is. These kids get churned back into the workforce, and they haven't really learned anything. Right. And it is so important, like I'm thinking home improvement stores, if you do get a younger person that does take that extra time or does a, you know, just an incredible job in serving your needs that day, I always say, it is so refreshing. Thank you so much. You, you know, yep. you were considerate. You took me to where I can tell that you, you really, you know, cared about my, my shopping experience. And you know, they just light up. They do. And, and, and one of the reasons is my earlier point. Management doesn't give them that. No. Mm-mm. They expect them to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and if they don't, they get in trouble. Right. But you've got to, this generation especially, I've got grandkids. My, my, my daughters had fabulous work ethics. I don't know what happened to my grandkids. <laughs> anyway, they, they need more of that positive feedback. That's right. Thanks, Terry. I appreciate the way hey, you weighing in today. Yeah. And, and I, I would add one, one more point to that whole thing, and that is, uh, against the the backdrop of the Amazons and so much online shopping, brick-and-mortar, mm-hmm. uh, destination-driven shopping is absolutely going to have to understand the customer service thing and maximize it. They're going to lose if it strictly comes down to price and selection because the logistics that are now available, all the different portals you can buy stuff, people are going to say, well, what makes that different? Right, and they're going to lose it because the millennials, as we're going to talk about soon, they are more driven to doing everything online or outside of a human interaction. So if the brick-and-mortar places do not start stepping it up, the next demographic is going to take it off the market. Yeah, yeah. 457-1290 as we talk about customer service here today. Now, speaking of the millennials, as we said before, we, we tend to pick on them a lot, but they have driven a lot of change in the area of customer service. Maybe not exactly how some of us who are older would think about change. We don't, we don't necessarily think all of it is good. But there are some things here that have driven what's happened in the marketplace and will continue to influence, as Gloria said, what happens in the future. And in one of the key points that millennials, you know, we, we want people to work. Well, millennials certainly want technology to work. They do. They've grown up with the internet, MP3 players, and mobile devices. So they're going to naturally align themselves with technology. So in the millennials' lifetime, technology has become much more user-friendly and relentless focus on user-friendliness at big brands like Amazon and Google set the standard of intuitiveness, and now millennials expect it as the norm. Right. You know? So anything that's clumsy, um, any company that's clumsy or has websites that aren't, you know, that have Subsinct, a lot of friction. That's right. 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 It's going to alienate the millennials. Uh, they tend not to be patient or understanding while they struggle to find workarounds in these areas. Right. So Now, of course, as we've said in many programs, we've talked about digital addiction and other things. Mm. Um, millennials hold mobile near and dear. According to Pew Research, four in five millennials, four out of five dentists, four out of five millennials sleep with or next to their cell phones. Not surprisingly, they own more cell phones, text more, and use them more than older generations. It's common for millennials to use their mobile device to find the best bang for their buck. And they'll do this within a few seconds, right? They'll just quickly pull up uh, multiple options for buying something. They'll read reviews. They'll research products. They'll compare prices and so forth. Businesses have responded with more competitive price points, making it easier to you know, see prices, purchase things, and so forth. Uh, and they promote the businesses who are, who are good at this start to promote in a variety of channels like on their website, but also on a mobile app or through text messaging or email. Right. And another thing, millennials are social. Their predisposition toward social sharing and brand promoting is another major motivator for companies to create impressive customer experiences. Millennials are uh, voracious customers and consumers that aren't shy about sharing their brand experiences through blogs, reviews, and social media sites. 
They'll shop in groups and seek opinions of others in the research and buying process. Now, not only do they share with their peers, they're also very social with other generations, making millennials brand promoters to their parents and grandparents. And I would say that's true. I go to my son sometimes and say, well, what do do you think about this? If it's a tech product, especially. Right. And they're they're very fast. They know everything. Yeah. Millennials are uh, very community oriented and have a collaborative mindset. The group believes that together they can make the world a better place. They're likely to support brands that are socially responsible, encourage corporate giving and social responsibility and initiatives. Brands that are are harnessing uh, this this idea of a community uh, are thriving, uh, offering opportunities to collaborate uh, in things like product development and how things roll out to meet the needs of the marketplace. This it creates an informed product design so that there's more innovation uh, in the cycle of a, of a brand. Right. The other thing that millennials are, are researchers. They are comparison shoppers by nature. Millennials are proficient at finding the brands that work best for them. They like to keep their options open, holding out for companies that meet all the important criteria, which would be personalized experiences, social responsibility, value, and accessibility is often at the top of the list. We're talking about how millennials may be changing the landscape here with customer service, but we're also interested in your thoughts about millennials' connection to uh, or the ability to provide customer service. Let's welcome Mary to the program. Hi, Mary. Welcome to There is a Season. Uh, this, yeah, this is Mary Ann. Nice to talk to you guys again. Nice to talk uh, to you. Years ago, I, um, I was a uh, mystery shopper trainer. I would teach people how to do mystery shopping. And if there's one thing I learned is people will always complain, but they rarely say anything when something's good. So I make a point of every time I have good good customer service, I always ask for the manager. And I've done, I've done I do the look. same thing. Yep. So, and you should see the look on their faces like, is there something I can help you with? I went, no, it's not always bad. I need to talk to your manager about the good service. <laughs> Am I, I in trouble? Right. <laughs> Right. That's a good thing. That's a good thing to do. Do you think there is a generational difference? Have you experienced that in your life? I work retail with with uh, with young people because I just turned the big 7-0 a couple of weeks ago. So, okay. you know, I know young people and you, you get you get all kinds. Some of them are so fantastic. It's amazing, you know, you know how how they got that way. And then there's others who may not show up after the first couple of days because they didn't know they had to get up that early. <laughs> so you're seeing the, the the big range out there. Yeah, there is. So you know, you you just can't. You, granted, you know, it's a totally different different mindset for 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 these for these younger people. But you know, I remember there was a, that almost the same mindset when I was growing up. Right. Some people could work. Some people didn't. That's right. But I have noticed that people who, you know, are these kids who live on their own work harder. That's when they right. live at home, they don't really care that much. Hmm. That's an interesting perspective. Yes. Thanks, Mary. Appreciate your calling. Sure. No problem. Mm, bye-bye. We've got more on this topic ahead, including a call from Brandon here. We'll come back to that in just a moment. And we also have some resources uh, for you that we'll share with you so you can delve into the topic a little bit more. Interesting stats out there on all of this. Plus, we're going to take a look at some important shows coming up you are very, listening? very soon. You are so. listening to There's a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in Dayton? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Dayton area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Dayton is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. 
Just text your zip code to 82000. I'm finally getting Tom that beautiful timepiece he secretly wanted for years. But this is a special purchase, and I need a jeweler I can trust. For generations, exquisite brands like Rolex, Patek Philippe, Omega, and others have trusted James Free Jewelers. These brands select only the finest jewelers, ranked highest by industry standards, and recognized for their honesty and superior customer service. Experience excellence you can trust at 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering and visit us online at jamesfree.com. This Saturday at 9 a.m., it's the Big Building Supply and Home Improvement Auction at the Allen County Fairgrounds in Lima, Ohio. We're expecting over 20 semi-loads of building supplies, including kitchen cabinet sets, all types of wood and tile flooring, trims, moldings, interior and exterior doors, as as well as storm doors, tubs, toilets, sinks, faucets. It's all there. Vinyl siding, pine barn siding, PVC decking, anything can show up. Go to pbauctions.com for more information. It's free to register this Saturday, Allen County Fairgrounds at 9 a.m. Kids are headed back to school, but growing up doesn't mean the learning has to stop. Become a responsible firearm owner by registering for a training class at Dayton's leading indoor shooting range, Shoot Point Blank. Whether you're new to shooting or an enthusiast looking to sharpen your skills, Shoot Point Blank offers a wide variety of firearm classes taught by certified Shoot Point Blank instructors. Plus, save 25% on Shoot Point Blank classes now through September. See shootpointblank.com for details. Some restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Terry Brill, owner of TJ Chumps Family Sports Restaurants. Farmers and Merchants Bank means they know me by my name, not just my account number. That's why I choose to trust the lending staff of Farmers and Merchants Bank. My loan officer, Missy, is eager to help me with anything I need. Thanks, Terry. Through and through, we are here to help you and your business succeed. I'm Missy Renner with Farmers and Merchants Bank, and we have a cool offer for you. For a limited time, get a free Yeti cooler when you apply for and close a new business loan. Does your bank do that? Farmers and Merchants Bank, FDIC Insurance equal housing lender. Did you know Brown's Nursery's annual stock reduction auction is on Saturday, September 14th? You can save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on high quality nursery stock, trees, and shrubs. The auction starts at 7.19 a.m. and we'll have three auction rings running all day long. You can jump in at any time. Brown's Nursery, located a half mile north of Phillipsburg on State Route 49, four miles north of I-70, take exit 24. Go to brownsnursery.com for more details. That's brownsnursery.com. In 1932, Grismer Tire was founded on the idea that through hard work and dedication, you could create a legacy of trust. Today, that legacy continues. Grismer works hard to be the most trusted tire and service experts in the area. Now at Grismer through September 30th, all Nokian tires are on sale. Nokian tires, performance, durability, and comfort all year long. As always, get four free oil changes with the purchase of four new tires. Lifetime balancing and rotation included. Grismer Tire, a legacy of trust since 1932. At Jeff Schmidt Auto Group, we have seven state-of-the-art service facilities. All seven locations have modern waiting areas with free amenities or drop off your car and drive off in one of our complimentary loaner vehicles. If you're too busy to come in on a weekday, schedule a Saturday appointment or use one of our 24-7 drop boxes. Your car will be taken care of by one of our certified technicians who are always kept up with the latest training. From an oil change to a major collision, come to Jeff Schmidt Auto Group and experience the advantage. As we celebrate 40 years serving our local community, Marks would like to thank you for being such a loyal customer. We strive to offer an affordable way for Ohio families to shop. We are glad to be Ohio-owned and Ohio proud. Thank you! This is Rick Moody, your commercial real estate connection for the Dayton region. For leasing, buying, selling of office, retail, industrial, or warehouse space, contact me at Coldwell Banker Commercial Heritage. This is Rick Moody. I am your place for space. Partly or mostly cloudy this morning with more sunshine for the afternoon. Temperatures in the morning are in the 60s and then mid-70s as we move into the afternoon with partly to mostly sunny skies. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy and overnight lows are in the upper 50s, so pretty comfortable. Then tomorrow, look for partly cloudy skies with a chance of a few passing afternoon showers or sprinkles. Temperatures are in the mid-70s. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 
Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. We've got some great programs coming up here. What skills do we want our kids to know? How are we going to equip the next generation? That sort of ties in with today. Also, the Sports Mad Nation. Our select sports driving us crazy and ruining our family life. Also, hearing and hearing technology, and we're going to have a show on Alzheimer's coming up here before long. Yes, we are. we got the local walks coming up. So, And you had, uh, you had one more point here about how millennials are changing customer service. Yes, they are very impatient. So this fast-moving demographic does not like to wait. They anticipate fast and accurate responses in their preferred channels. Companies that are easy to reach on a variety of platforms and provide easy access to self-service options like a website or mobile content are more likely to win the affection of the millennial generation. This is keeping these companies on their toes, Bob, striving to keep the support of the millennial generation whose high standards benefit the rest of us in our customer service endeavors. Well, see, there's a so benefit there's a there. Good, there's a benefit. I had to make that point. Crab about them all the time. Brandon's been waiting here. Brandon, we've got about a minute left, and you wanted to weigh in with a couple of points here about millennials yourself. And thanks for calling us, by the way. Yes, hi. Um, the first point I wanted to make was basically that uh, let's look at how different it is being a millennial and working in retail or fast food, and let's look at how different they are treated compared to, let's say, 20, 30 years ago. Um, I think a lot more people are willing to not really care about the feelings of the person that they're dealing with on the other side. So the customer, um, as well, is more likely to scream at them, shout at them, treat them very disrespectful. I feel like you hear more about that now than you did uh, going back. So I do feel like that might tie into some of the the the, the dissonance there between right. the customer, um, you know, relationship. But, hey, uh, we we got about uh, twenty seconds left. Can you tell me one piece of advice you would give? You had also talked about how you're a little bit at the older end of the millennial uh, demographic, and there there are younger folks that you've noticed some customer service issues. What would be the one piece of advice you could give? Uh, to just basically be in the moment. Um, you know, don't worry about your phone or electronic ones. Just be in the moment and, and pay attention to what's going on around you and, you know. And the person in front of you, right? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Be, be, be present with the person in front of you. I think it's hard to turn off your brain when you have that phone uh, that you're constantly looking at and there's so many things coming at you. So that would be my advice. I appreciate it. And you're welcome to call again, Brandon. Thanks very much for being here today. Thank you, you too. Take care. We encourage you to check out our website, thereisaseasonshow.com. Got plenty of fresh new podcasts out there, and we're making improvements to it every single week. We'll also have some other, other announcements coming up here about social media and whatnot here in the next several weeks. That'll do it for us today. Remember, dear friends, seek grace in every step and never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. We're here for each other, and we're here for you. For my dear friend and co-host Gloria Shanahan, our producers, and everyone who makes the show possible, I want to thank you for being here with us today. You've been listening to There is a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Have a blessed week. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.